Welcome to the Hidden White Podcast. This is episode 1028, my interview with Marion Stewart, and we're discussing her newest book, Managing Menopause. Enjoy. Hello, Marion. Welcome to the Hidden White Podcast. Great to have you here today. Yeah, it's great to be there. You are. Whereabouts are you in the world? I'm in Florida. I'm from London, and I absolutely adore Australia, so it's great to hear your accent. Makes me miss Australia. Yeah, you're very fond of Australia. I am indeed. I used to be a regular, actually. I've done about, I think, about 12 book tours, and I used to um, go on Carrie-Anne Kennelly show. Do you remember her? Oh, yeah. And, um, Good Morning Australia. Oh, yeah. Before Bert Newton retired. It was quite a long time ago. Back in the day, yeah. You'd written a few books then, huh? I certainly have. This My new one is my 28th. It's actually my first American book. Yeah, 28th. How do you find the time? I don't know. I don't know. I kind of squeezed it because I wasn't just writing books. I was mainly running um, an advisory service, helping literally tens of thousands of women. In fact, I remember being in a new women's library in Melbourne doing a photo shoot. And it was a book tour for me, but they were, they were celebrating the new library. And the yep. photographer kept telling me to put my hand back further on the shelf and when I eventually looked because I thought my arm was going to break off I saw two of my PMS videos there and we'd only have ever had 5,000 printed and um, I only owned one by then because I'd loaned them out to other women's groups and so on and there were two on the, in the, on the shelf in Melbourne so I realized at that point that considering I came from England and the advisory service was based in England that we had actually kind of made it around the world. Yeah. And we literally um, help tens of thousands of women manage their hormone health. Is that is that your background then? Is that your study? Uh, I studied nutrition. Well, I, I start. In fact, in the beginning, I I trained as a dental hygienist, and then I worked with a whole load of doctors who were setting up the British Society for Nutritional Medicine, and they found ten thousand medical papers on the non-drug approach to health, and they gave me them to sort because I was on maternity leave after having our second baby, and they thought I didn't have much to do. And I found 200 on premenstrual syndrome. So we set up a program because it was on the natural approach. We set up a program based on those medical papers. And the rest is history, really, because we it just kind of took off in the UK. It was before anyone else did anything on the non-drug approach on a grand scale. And so we were kind of on TV and in the press and... The natural approach in dealing with menopause, was it, or in dealing this with... Was, in the early days, it was premenstrual syndrome. And then in 1990, there was an article published in the British Medical Journal, which was actually a study done at Monash. And it was on a group of women who had taken red clover, soy and flax seeds, and they found they were able to bring about similar changes in the lining of their vaginas as they'd expect to see in women taking HRT. And so at that point, when we saw the medical papers were coming and on the natural approach to menopause, we tweaked the PMS program and turned it into a menopause program as well. Right. So, yeah, that was uh, quite a few years ago now. And we it's, it's just amazing how women buy into the fact that midlife and menopause is the end of life as they knew it. They kind of mourn the loss of themselves. And in our last survey, 96% of them said that they were not prepared for menopause and two-thirds of them said they felt robbed of life as they knew it. And it just doesn't have to be that way. What's happening in a woman's body when she gets to midlife is she's running on empty. And she's in what I call economy mode. 
And she just needs to learn how to meet her needs to get her nutrient levels back into an optimum range because the research shows that billions of women have got low levels of nutrients. And also when your ovaries are packing up, you've got no estrogen or estrogen running around your system either. Mm. And so everything falls apart. You can't remember what you've gone into a room for. You feel achy and 90 before your time. It's hard to sleep at night. Women get very anxious. And also they have the hot flushes and the night sweats as well. So Mm. all of those things can respond if you learn how to have what I call a midlife refuel. Midlife refuel. This is a good topic to get into. I'm surrounded by women. I've got two girls and a wife. So uh, very important for me to understand as well. Absolutely. Uh, I was going to say, we did a survey on men. Yeah. One of our surveys was on men. And the men said that they felt frustrated and rejected and they were scared because they didn't recognize the person that they were living with. So yeah. it's like the white elephant in the room and it honestly doesn't have to be that way. Yeah, so your book is called Manage Your Menopause Naturally. Um, the six-week guide to calming hot flushes and night sweats, getting your sex drive back, sharpening memory and reclaiming well-being, getting your sex drive back. I mean, that's important for the blokes out there listening. So, I know. Um, no, but it's all really important. Now, talk to me about, just let's go back to PMS because this is the, the, the first thing that we, I think, need to establish. And, and what are we doing there? Um, because I think some women suffer it differently, yeah? So that's just my ignorant understanding of it all. Um, and well, some people manage it a bit better. Is that just because of their, their health, their diet, their, their natural ways to handle it? I think it's a variety of reasons, actually, yeah. because we everyone's different. Some people have got more stress in their lives. Some people aren't active. They have a lesser diet. But actually, as we get older, certain things happen to us. Some people yeah. have more babies and breastfeed. Some go on a diet. Some drink too much alcohol. You know, there's all sorts of things going on. But yeah. essentially what happens with PMS, again, we did five studies on separate populations. And between them, up to 80% of the women had low magnesium levels. Wow. And other nutrients like B vitamins, iron, zinc, essential fatty acids, calcium, and so on, all, all in short supply. And it becomes impossible for your brain chemistry and your hormones to function normally. And Mm. as you get older, that gets worse and worse. Our bone mass reaches its peak by the time we're 35. Not many people know that. And so we need to learn to meet our needs. And as baby girls, we're born with millions of eggs, but we have no roadmap. And so we don't know what to do. Luckily, our moms tell us a bit usually about our periods. But after that, it's all guesswork. Right. really tricky for so many women. Having said that, going through menopause, about 20% 20 of women don't have symptoms, but the rest have a variety of different symptoms. And some of them are so severe that they end up being suicidal. And I've even had patients who were put in mental hospitals or taken to hospital thinking they were having a heart attack. In fact, I have one patient, she was in Australia on holiday for four weeks. And during that four weeks, this was before I met her, she was taken by ambulance in the emergency room five times because they thought she was having a heart attack. And it just turned out to be related to her menopause. Wow. So nutrients, very important. So get your blood blood work checked regularly as a woman? Uh, Well, it's not even that, to be honest. I mean, yes, you can get your blood work checked, but there are, Mother Nature gives us signs in our skin, our hair, our nails, 
And we know that there are such common deficiencies that you can correct them easily. And when so you're you talking do, about magnesium and iron, are there, are there key ones that we should be looking out for? And what are the key signs to pick up on? Um, well, if you just if you take your face, for example, if you've got yep. cracking at the corners of your mouth or um, ulcers on your tongue, sore uh-huh. tongue, red, red patches at the side of your nose, dry skin, pimply skin, spots, uh, your hair's not very um, shiny, it's split, brittle, falling out. Your nails are brittle and breaking and maybe ridgy. Got right. pimples, pimples on your upper arms or thighs. All of those mean something in nutrition speak, but mostly we don't know how to interpret the messages, and that's the problem. Oh. So the first thing we have to do is teach women how to meet their nutritional needs. And the second thing for perimenopause, which is the eight years leading up to menopause and menopause itself, is that we need to fool the brain into thinking we've got normal circulating estrogen again. Mm. And we can do that with Mother Nature's estrogen and the receptor sites don't stay full for that long, so we have to fill them little and often. But honestly, if you take... I mean, my programme was a five-month programme and 91% of the women were symptom-free within five months. And then four years ago, I made... I went on a a Facebook live course. I went to meet a film producer to make some films in America. And she was running this Facebook live course. I went on it and she made me make two films on my phone, which were ghastly quality. And she made me post them on Facebook and then make two more the next week. And I did that. And within 12 weeks, over a million women saw those films. And I was just inundated with the most horrendous suffering. And it was so upsetting to me because I know, having worked with women for all these years, that once they learn how to meet their needs and they have a little bit of support if they're suffering severely, they just go from being like a shadow of their former selves, not being able to function, to being the absolute best version, turbocharged self. And they go downhill so slowly, they don't even remember that they're down until they come back up again and realize what the difference is. So what, what age do we start going through menopause? Is it, it obviously varies, but... Yeah, the average age for actual menopause is 51, but menopause is only the anniversary of your last period. And perimenopause is about eight years leading up to menopause. So in your early 40s, you've got... Sorry, just say that again. Sorry. Menopause is just one day. Yeah. It's the an- anniversary of your last period. All right. And the next day you're postmenopausal, but you start perimenopause, which is the eight years leading up to menopause. Eight years, okay. In your is early it exactly eight years for everyone, or is it different? Um, well, it can vary, but there are hormonal changes going on in your body for up to eight years leading up to menopause. Yeah. Have, you know, having said that, I get some women in their sixties are still having periods. But equally, there are women who go into their menopause, actually go into menopause in the early 40s. So it does vary. And usually a woman follows her mum. So if her mum had an early menopause or a late menopause, then she's likely to follow. Okay, that's good. So what what are these early signs that you'd start getting to know you're going through menopause? It can feel like you've got PMS for more days a month. So instead of just having it for a few days before your period, it may feel like you've got PMS most of the time. And your periods can become irregular instead of being clockwork. Sometimes they can be light or other times they can be really heavy. 
Right. And sometimes women describe their moods as really volatile. They burst into tears for no apparent reason. They get tired. They get anxious, sometimes panic attacks and palpitations. And then they start feeling like their memory is going. They can't remember what they went into a room for, or they see someone they've known for years and forget their name and then think they may have early dementia. It's that, you know, that kind of thing. And it didn't really matter 100 years or so ago because we weren't living much past 50. But now when 40-something represents halfway to so many of us, it's obviously and really important to learn to meet your needs if you want to have quality rest of your life. And there's yeah. no point in having all these wonderful bonus years if we're going to be crippled with heart disease, dementia, and osteoporosis, not to mention the menopause symptoms. I've got patients in on my program at the moment who are in their 70s, well into their 70s, and they're still having symptoms because they didn't learn to meet their needs. Oh, okay. Um, what does PMS feel like? You said sort of, you know, it feels like more days of PMS. PMS, um, well... Describe that. Women, you know, yeah, women with PMS sometimes describe themselves as Jekyll and Hyde. So they feel uh, sometimes anxious, irritable, right. moody, depressed. Uh, they can get spotty. They can get chocolate cravings, feel tired, and just really like a victim of their hormones. They get bowled over by their hormones for part of the month. Uh-huh. Okay, cool. So early signs, what, what, are we, what are we doing to treat this then, the natural way? What, well, what we're doing, what we've been doing for all these years, is using all the medical research that has been shown to work. So we're making dietary changes, helping women to get their nutrients back into an optimum range, teaching them how to consume Mother Nature's estrogen, and getting them to take some science-based supplements that have been through properly conducted trials around the world, some of which came from Australia in the first place. And um, we're also getting them to do some exercise, not marathon stuff, but maybe just moving and dancing to their favorite music or whatever they like to do if they're not very fit. Yep. And some formal relaxation because that helps to rewire our brain, which is especially important during the COVID times because so many people are stressed. But it also helps us to control our hot flushes and night sweats. They if you do a session of formal relaxation every day, for example, you can actually reduce your hot flushes and night sweats by 50 to 60%. Just by doing, doing it's a bit of exercise. Relaxation, formal relaxation. Yeah, like a meditation or the relaxation oh, okay. you do at the end of a yoga session. So a bit of exercise. Yeah, so those, those things. And it's good for anyone, really. Yeah, I mean, it's not, it, it, honestly, it's a really enjoyable way of passing the time. And people, when they do the relaxation, instead of feeling tired all the time, they suddenly get their energy because it's like plugging your phone into the mains and it goes from red to green. So yeah. when you get up there, you know, after 20 minutes or half an hour, you feel like you've been to sleep and you've just got lots of stamina. Right. Rather than running continually. I guess that's the sort of life that we've set up for ourselves, but isn't it? We're just all busy and go, go, go. And we don't sort of take the time to, to relax and, and, and recharge. I don't think we realise how important it is. I don't mm. think until you, until you kind of get bowled over by your hormones or whatever happens to you in life, I don't think you take stock. And women particularly, and I myself included, because I had four children as well as running all these um, health initiatives, yeah. you, you just leave yourself to last. 
you're, you're not the priority, everyone else's. And mm. so it's not until you really are up against the wall that you have to try and find a solution. And sometimes that can be tricky. Yeah, yeah. What sort of meditation practice do you sort of recommend? Well, it depends on each individual person. Some people love to meditate. Some people can't meditate. Their mind's far too busy. And so in that case, we use different apps. There's one called Paziz, which is an app that was designed by a group of neuroscientists and takes people into a really deep, relaxed state and then brings them out again. And so for people who can't switch off, that kind of thing is a lifeline. And other people just like to do yoga and the relaxation at the end of a yoga session. So it's very, it's a very individual thing. Yeah, yeah. It's got to find sort of play with it and experiment and figure out what works best for you. Yeah, that's the whole thing, really, because we are all different. We've got yeah. different tastes and lifestyles and so on. And it's just got to find what's easy. And with my book, I've got in the back section of it, I've got all the menus and recipes and everything you could want if you like cooking. But I've also got all the fast options if you hate cooking and a shopping right. list. You can just, even without cooking, you can just still meet the needs of your body and get yourself back into really good shape. So it is very individual and people need to find what works for them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what, what sort of diets are we looking at? I mean, what should we avoid and what should we move towards more? Uh, when you come to menopause, the hot flushes and night sweats, which many women get, are triggered by things like caffeine, alcohol, hot drinks, spicy food. So all of those things have to just diminish in our diet in the beginning. So it's not a life sentence. And we're having caffeine, more... Caffeine, chilli foods. Spicy food, spicy food, hot drinks, yeah. Hot drinks, dairy, any like meat, yeah. dairy? Yeah. No, again, it's very individual. Some people do act, tolerate dairy and meat very well. Other people hate it and don't. So we, you know, we again in the book we've got um, menus for vegans and vegetarians and people who eat fish and meat. It, you know, it is very, very individual, and yeah. it, it's not like a weight loss diet. You can have plenty of food. Although, having said that, many women lose weight on our on our program without dieting. It has. It seems to have a normalising effect on metabolism. Okay, that's good to know. Yeah, so what else do you share in your book? That, um, as you get older, you, the weight piles on. Your metabolism slows down, and mm. women feel like, well, it just robs you of your self-esteem if you can't get into your clothes. So to suddenly be able to do your zipper up again and be toning up from the um, exercise, and you know, maybe even gentle exercise, because. If people are very stressed, their, their cortisol level is high, their stress hormone, the last thing you want to do is massive aerobics because it can make it worse. So it's just wow. finding what's going to work for each individual. A bit of balance. So yeah. To answer your question about what else is in my book, well, the six-week course I run, which is really successful, which we put yeah. together after the million women saw the films, um, took all the science from my five-month program. So I've put the six-week course in there. So people can follow that themselves if they want to. Um, the, then there's a whole section on how you keep your bones, your heart and your memory strong in the long term, yeah. how you thrive in the workplace instead of leaving the workplace, because we know that one in four women are thinking of leaving the workplace because they can't cope. Yeah. And so we've got conversations that you can have with your boss and your colleagues and so on, and just 
so women can wise up and get through what is, after all, just a transition. It's not a, it's just a life stage. It's not a a death sentence or the end of life as you knew it. And touching on your, uh, you mentioned uh, libido before and men having an interest in that. Our our relationship survey showed that 70% of women going through menopause feel switched off below the waist. And almost that number have vaginal dryness. But again, and no one tells them, they are so scared, they're like rabbits in the headlight, but no one tells them they can correct that. And they can. So they can actually get back to feeling sexy again and getting on with their personal life as well as their work life once they've learned how to have the midlife refuel. Mm. What um, what can men do to help help this process? I suppose. Oh, that is a great, great, great question. So I did a global well being seminar uh, webinar for Cisco a couple of years ago, and the men came to it too, and they were absolutely knocked out with the information. And so we decided to put some tools together for men. Yeah, we've made a few little films on teaching them how to support their partners. And uh, we've got a download as well. So just, I mean, the first thing, obviously, is have a conversation because it's in everyone's interest to go through this together and to you'll come out at the end of it so much closer and so much stronger together. So for a man to just take the pressure off his partner um, or and to maybe go shopping or bring home a bunch of flowers, give her a massage... Do you know, just be understanding and supportive while she goes through this transition. It will pay, it will just reap the dividends at the end because she will be, what the men say is they got back the girl they fell in love with. Right. Okay. It's good to know. <laughs> so, yeah, it is. It's, um, look, I think if, if all we've done today is give people hope in their heart, that they can support each other going yeah. through this and you know, knowing that it's not the end of life as they knew it and the end of life in the bedroom or the workplace, then that's a good job done. That's it, yeah. Well, look, I'll, I'll put the link to the uh, the book in the show notes here, episode 1028, I think this is, guys, so check it out at thehiddenwide.com. Um, and there's a bunch of links too, Marion, for you, like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, so people can follow those to, to reach out to you and find out more about your work. Yeah, by all means. We also have a, a midlife refuel club as well, which meets every week and has got loads of content in it, so people can come to that. Yeah, as well. that's cool. That's awesome. I'll see you in the chat. It's Marion. Thanks so much for coming on and sharing today. Oh, my pleasure. Uh, guys, enjoy listening. the rest of your day. Thank you. We will, guys. Listening, check it out at hiddenwhite.com. Until next time, peace, passion, and purpose. See you soon. Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed what you heard. I hope you love what you're hearing. If you like this episode, guys, or any of the episodes that you're listening to here at The Hidden Why, please do me a favor by sharing it. You can share it with your families. You can share it with your loved ones. You can do that by using your favorite social media channels using the icons on the platform that you're listening to The Hidden Why podcast. Also, guys, if you're a fan of the show, please connect with me. Connect with me at thehiddenwide.com. I love to hear from you. I love to converse with the people that listen to this show to find out what they enjoy, what they don't enjoy, and perhaps if they have any questions or feedback for the show as well. You can stay up to date with all that I'm releasing here, guys. I do a solo show every Monday, a three-minute thought every Thursday. I do two interviews a week on a Wednesday and a Saturday, and a book review every Friday. 
You can stay up to date with all that by subscribing to my newsletter at thehiddenwire.com. Just enter your email address there. And also subscribing to the podcast on the platform that you choose to listen to your podcasts. You can also support the show, guys, by using the Amazon links at thehiddenwire.com. So if you like books, you can get all the books that I review there um, and anything else, really, that you like to purchase through Amazon. So use that link and help support the show. And we've also got a deal with Audible, guys. Audible is a fantastic way to listen to all your favorite books. We've got a deal with them so you can get two free books when you subscribe or, yeah, subscribe to a 30-day free trial. So check that out, again, at thehiddenwire.com. Guys, that's it from me. You know what to do. Go out there, breathe more passion into every single moment. Do everything with greater purpose and in doing so you will discover your hidden why this is the hidden why my name is Lee Manuzzi until next time peace passion and purpose see you soon